Welcome to Carolina's Cup of Joe. We are so happy to have you join us. Today we'll be featuring one of High Point's coffee shops that is located inside of Stock and Grain Food Hall adjacent to the High Point Rockers Baseball Stadium. Message Coffee is a Christian, female minority-owned shop with personally curated specialty drinks. Message Coffee is the perfect place to grab a latte or one of their specialty refreshers before enjoying a game at Truist Park or grabbing a bite to eat at one of the many local restaurants inside the food hall. Joining us today is Message Coffee's owner, Christine. So just to start, if you want to tell us a little bit about Message Coffee, um, how it came to be, kind of your story with Message and everything. Um, yeah, sure. So originally I wanted to do this later on in life. It was kind of more of like just a hobby. I love coffee. I love going to different um, coffee shops and cafes and like, you know, the ambiance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, just like a hobby, I guess, of mine. Um, and so I kind of thought, you know, later, maybe like closer to retirement or something, I would do this. Um, but it just kind of fell on on my lap earlier than expected um so um basically long story short we just decided to go ahead and like bite the bullet and just try it Mm -hmm. um so we chose stock and grain in high point because it's close it's close to home and um you know we would have help if needed and things like that and we knew more people in this area Mm -hmm. um so yeah, we uh, we saw this like food hall being opened and thought it would be a great opportunity to put a coffee shop in, and it just kind of worked out that they were looking for one. Um, so yeah, we've been open about 15 months now. Um, July we opened July of 22. Okay. Um, so yeah, about 15 months, and uh, yeah. So what is it like having a coffee shop in a food hall like Stock and Grain? Um, I mean, it's definitely, it definitely has its, like, pros and cons. Um, we're not on Main Street, so I think that's kind of a con, um, just because a lot of people, a lot of people in High Point, I think they, uh, they kind of go with what they know and what they're used to, and so, um, because we're off, one street off, um, from Main Street, we're on Elm Street, so I think that was a little bit of a, like, a struggle point, um, but all in all, I think as a food hall in general, it's a great concept. And so, um, you know, you have, I think like now we have seven food vendors in there. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's growing. Um, we only have like one spot left. So we have the one other spot that's opening up in November. Um, so we're getting pretty full now. Um, in the beginning, it was, I think, just like four or five of us. So it was kind of like difficult because the excitement was there for a food hall in High Point. Um, but then like, you know, not the whole thing was, was not open. So it was a little bit struggle, but, um, I think it has the potential to do really great. Um, you know, it's right next to the rocker stadium. So we do get a lot of rocker fans Mm -hmm. and then, um, they're bringing soccer in next year. They're like renovating the stadium right now. So they're going to have soccer and baseball. Um, so I think that'll also bring a different crowd of like, not just like, families but also like soccer enthusiasts Mm -hmm. so um yeah I'm looking forward to that yeah and so obviously with a food hall it comes with like an pre-established kind of culture um Mm -hmm. because you are it it kind of acts as like a mall food court when you think about it um 
there's a bunch of different restaurants, like shared seating and everything. How have you been able Mm -hmm. to like solidify and identify your culture within Message Coffee um, while still like being popular in the food hall? I think uh, every food vendor um, is a small business owner. Mm -hmm. So I think we all try to kind of have our own identity within the food hall but also work together in order to like we try to market each other you know post things from other people's um instagrams and facebook and you know if if you see something like on a facebook it's like who has the best i don't know like brisket you know Mm -hmm. well we'll, i'll try to like put his name in there and say oh you know try this place at um, stock and grain you know so little things like that we try to help each other out but i think all in all we all have our own business plan and model of how we want our business to run so um i think you just see that in like the way you have your menu set up and how and what type of ingredients you use and things like that so. mm-hmm. yeah um i was actually a social media intern for stock and grain a couple years ago and oh, cool. i noticed that um you know they have very distinct venues like they have you guys the coffee venue they have yummy sushi they have biscuit brisket and beer um, they mm-hmm. have gourmet burgers and hot dogs, donuts, like they have so many things there. And I've tried some of the food. I actually um, tried one of your coffee drinks today. I got oh. a whipped <laughs> coffee with uh, toffee oh, syrup yeah. and oat milk, the whipped coffee uh-huh. that you burn with the torch. And it yeah, is the delicious. The, yeah, the Dalgona. Oh, so yeah. good. I love it. Yeah, I think um, little things like that. Um, so I'm Korean. I'm That's my background or my ethnicity. And so that's that's something that came out of like um, the, the pandemic. Um, I don't know like why it became popular, <laughs> but um, people were just whipping coffee at home with the, um, with their like instant coffee. And so yeah, that's I was just doing like that. one aspect, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one aspect of, um, you know, my culture that I want to bring into, into my business. And so I was thinking like, what I, what could I do to make it kind of more elevated? Cause I mean, you could do that at home. Right. Um, mm. So I, that's why I did the like torch creme brulee thing on top, just to give it an extra like wow factor. Yeah, it's so cool. I took a video of it. I was like, I have to get a video of this. This is amazing. Oh, yay. Yeah, post it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, got to post it. Um, but speaking of drinks, um, what's your favorite type of drink to make? Um, I mean, this one's probably one of them, but what are some of your other favorite drinks to make? Um... Yeah, I'm, so to make, I like making, like, the refreshers. So most of the refreshers I've made, like, those are my recipes. Um, people always are like, oh, it's so complicated, because obviously it's not just, like, a latte and a syrup. It's usually, like, four to five ingredients. Mm-hmm. Um, so the refreshers are fun. Um, the most popular one is the Mango Magic. Um, but I think the ones with, like, sparkling water and the Strawberry Fresca is probably my favorite. Um, it's just, it kind of has like a, you know, you shake the bar, I don't even know what it's called, like the shaker. Um, and so it's kind of like you're bartending, but not really. Um, just has like a little, like more of a wow factor, fun factor to it. Um, and then I love seeing the gradients of like the colors. Um, so that's just a pretty fun drink to make. Um, the Dalgona is definitely another fun one to make because you get to use the torch. Um, so yeah, those those two are probably like my favorite. 
Yeah, so as we did some preliminary research on Message Coffee, um, I personally noticed that you guys do a lot of like teas and um, refreshers. So how did it, um, you decide to kind of add those to your menu and really curate your menu around those um, being a coffee shop as well? I think when you go to coffee shops, they usually have something mm-hmm. other than coffee because obviously yeah. <laughs> not everyone is coffee. So um, I wanted to have something for uh, like moms too who um, – can't drink coffee mm-hmm. uh, my background I'm also a postpartum doula okay and so that's very near and dear to me so I wanted something like non-caffeinated but like still fun to drink and you know if if you're meeting your friends and they're all getting coffee and you can't drink coffee then you know it's no fun um so yeah I I like the refreshers I like even though I don't drink them often I just like making them I think they're pretty to look at um and then like the frappes and things like that just for kids too like you can most of them you can get them without espresso mm-hmm. um so i just wanted to have like like a variety of options so that it's not just like oh i came to a coffee shop and i have to drink coffee or you know a latte or whatever yeah so. it's definitely yeah. a hard balance and it's i always think it's cool to see a lot of drinks who um that aren't just your typical coffee it's fun to try new things um, mm-hmm. I think I think people do get kind of overwhelmed <laughs> with the venue sometimes. So I'm trying to figure out a way to make it so not as overwhelming mm-hmm. because I think people do appreciate that there are so many options, but then also it's, it is a lot to look at. Yeah, but at the same time, you guys have a drink fit for everyone, which is really good. Yeah, I try to, you know, even for kids, like, you don't sometimes like moms want to treat their kids. Sometimes dads want to say, Hey, like you want a fancier drink than a juice box, you know, mm-hmm. um, like for a birthday or like a special treat. So I try to make things like, so that the kids get excited too about drinking something that's pretty, you know, I like aesthetically pleasing things. Um, so I think, you know, just even like, even let's say the salted honeycomb, which is probably my number one latte across the board. Um, so as an ice drink, I do um, these like cold brew ice cubes on top. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just like a little extra something for that drink. Um, but yeah, little things like that. I like to just add a special touch. So it's just different than like, oh, let me just go get a latte. Yeah, and yeah. you were you were saying that you create all of the drinks yourself. You like design the menu from I mean, scratch, or yeah, most of them. Like you know, some of them is just two syrups together, yeah. and you know, mm-hmm. I'm sure you can find that at any coffee place. But yeah, there are some that I've made, um, and then some that I've like researched and looked into, and um, you know, so. That's really cool, though. That, I feel like are more my, my, my thing. <laughs> yeah, that's really cool, though, that you've been able to curate your own menu to be really reflective of your taste and your culture yeah, think, and your background. I think yeah. a lot of a lot of coffee shops, like, I don't know if it's, like, the owner or the managers or whoever is, like, kind of higher up. Um, I think they do try to, like, curate special things for, you know, for their mm-hmm. space. Um, and I think... And as you do research, I guess, and do other people for their podcast, you'll see that, like, other coffee shops have, like, really cool recipes and stuff, too. And I love seeing their, like, names and their, like, just how they put, like, certain flavors together. I think that's really awesome. Yeah, there was one coffee shop that we talked to, and a lot of their drinks were named after songs, which we thought was really cool. Yeah, I think that's cool. I think it's also hard to keep going with that. So. Yeah, there's only so many names you can come up with. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and going off of that, um, 
<clears throat> obviously within the Piedmont Triad area, there's a lot of coffee shops in the area that um, people can choose to go to. Um, what kind of makes your coffee shop unique um, and where have you kind of adapted your culture to bring new people in? Um, I think unique wise, um, so our name, you know, message stems from uh, we're a Christian company mm-hmm. and so we want to be able to spread the gospel. Um, I didn't want it to be like too in your face, but also I wanted to be a, like a conversation starter. Um, so I have spoken to a lot of people who say, oh, like, where did you get your name from? And so then we're able to kind of ease into that conversation, whether, you know, they're Christian or not. Like, it, you know, it's just out of curiosity. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that that in itself as a, you know, minority Asian owned like women business and then it being a Christian business, um, I think people do. Even if they're not Christian, I think they still respect the fact that, you know, we, we use our, like our, my belief to kind of, I guess, like reach out to high point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it definitely puts you in a unique position. Yeah. And, you know, like it's not all about, it doesn't have to be all about like the message, right? Mm-hmm. Like we, we want everyone from all walks of life to feel loved and to feel validated um, when they come. And like, we love having conversation with people about like, I've had so many, I've met so many people and now they're like regulars and friends who I can sit down with and have conversation because of, you know, just a, a, a cup of coffee. So I think that to me is one of the main reasons why I even wanted to open a coffee shop is because you meet so many people from so many different walks of life and, that's really special in a way that you can just have a conversation. Um, so I think that makes me like different, I guess, in, in terms of coffee within high point. Yeah, I love that. Um, when I went into message um, earlier today, um, I noticed that um, one of the workers there was uh, talking a lot to a customer. So like I can really see um, that you guys really like to engage in conversation and she was yeah. so sweet. Um, you know, I told her that, you know, um, I film podcasts, um, for different coffee shops and I was, you know, taking like pictures and videos of message coffee Mm -hmm. and, you know, taking a video of her, um, you know, making my drink and we were just having like just great conversation and she was so friendly. I loved her. Yeah. I mean, I think all of my employees are like super welcoming and I think that's one thing I look for when I, you know, interview people, um, so it just it just makes the experience a lot better, even if you're just spending, you know, five dollars for a cup of coffee. Like you want to feel like like, you know, you're welcomed. And, mm-hmm. and even though it may not be like a standalone coffee shop and it's like kind of in the hustle and bustle of a food hall, I my goal is to like make you feel important at that time, like when you're ordering and when you receive your drink. So that you know that like, oh, this is this is like a special thing coming from us. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Yeah, it's like it's more than just the cup of coffee. It's also about, you know, the customer service, the friendliness, you know, approaching yeah. customers the right way. Yeah. Well, it seems like to you, Message Coffee is a very special place for you. And we really appreciate you joining us to share the story of it 
um, and kind of your experience within the coffee industry, because from all the research we've done and we've done and all of the podcasts we've like worked on recording, it's so interesting to learn how all of these coffee shops are united through coffee, but also are able to create their own culture and success stories on their own. I, I think that's what makes it special, especially being in a town like High Point. You know, it's not it's not big at all, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like we're in New York City, um, but I think people find their niches and and they know like once you get to know the people around like your area it just it just becomes like that much more special um under the relation the relationships that are formed um within you know getting coffee or pastries or whatever you're getting Mm -hmm. that day yeah definitely um thank you so much for joining us we really appreciate it you're welcome thank you guys i hope you know i hope everything goes well with and your grades and everything. <laughs> Thank you. In, Thank you. In, if you're ever in the food hall and you see me, then just come say hi. Thank you all so much for tuning in today. We hope you enjoyed learning about another one of the Piedmont Triad's local coffee shops. Stay tuned for more episodes each week that will feature different shops in the area. In the meantime, give us a follow on Instagram and TikTok at Carolina's Cup of Joe. See you again soon.